Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of the Master Instructor Roundtable. I'm Regional Master Instructor Marty Miller here with fellow Regional Master Instructor and dear friend, Miss Wendy Batts. Wendy, how are you doing today? I am great, Marty. How are you? Excellent. Looking forward to today because we have a special guest. Yes, we do. Super excited today. Absolutely. Someone we both know very, very well. We have one of our, I'm going to say, first group of master trainers, if I'm not mistaken. We have Mr. Russell Winter, who lives out in Arizona and is the owner of Mad Sweat. So, Wendy, I would am I right that he's he's been one of the originals? He's one of our OGs for sure. For That's sure. That's why we're bringing him on today to talk about <laughs> the benefits of becoming a master trainer. Yes, yes. So let's bring Russell on and see how his day is going today. Hi, there Russell. Is. Hi, everyone. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Good. So, Russell, am, let's start with Rob Bat. Am I right? Like, how long have you been a master trainer now before we jump into the weeds on all this? Um, we were the first master trainer group. So, I think we were certified in, I want to say, 2015. It's not a little earlier than that, but it's, about right. it's, it's been a while. Yes. Awesome. awesome. I love it. Well, Russell, before we get like into just how you became a master trainer, can we talk a little bit about, you know, what you do? I know you own your facility. So can you kind of tell us a little bit about that and your background and, you know, why Arizona, why that business? Why did you become a trainer? Sure. Um, I moved out to Arizona, I think around 1996. And at the time, uh, I'd been training to become a police officer. So I was really working out hard, working out every day, and people would ask me how to get in shape, and I would just take them through my own workouts, um, which, looking back on it, probably wasn't the best thing for them. Um, but, you know, you try and help where you can help. Uh, from there, I went into business for myself doing, of all things, aquarium design and uh, did that for quite some time and uh, waiting for the police department to call. When they did, I'd already moved to Arizona, so there really wasn't uh, that desire to go back to New York and become a police officer. So um, I decided to join a gym here locally. It was called Pure Fitness and the fitness director would pretty much hound me every time I was in the gym to become a trainer. I said, I don't have time. I have my own business. Um, he said, we'll make it work. If you want to work part-time, we'll give you whatever hours you want. And I thought, why not? I've been kind of training people on my own. I might as well get paid to do it. Uh, went on to uh, work for him part-time until it became a full-time gig. Went from personal trainer to assistant uh, fitness director to fitness director of the club that uh, recruited me and worked for Pure Fitness for, I want to say, seven years. Um, during that time, everyone around um, myself was an NASM uh, personal trainer, so that was my introduction to NASM was uh, knowing that it was the gold standard in the industry um, at the time and not really knowing much about it other than 
uh, one of our uh, one of my trainers at the time um, would hold NASM classes in our kids club and kind of go over the NASM methodology with all of the club's trainers that hadn't been certified yet. And we just continued doing it. Um, this was back when uh, all the materials was on VHS. <laughs> so that tells you how long ago that was. I still have um, some of those, I think. I, yeah, I, me too. I, I'm pretty sure we've got like <laughs> the old books. and I can't play them, those. but I have yeah, them. Right, exactly, right. exactly. Um, and then I got certified and it just kind of snowballed from there. It was at the time it was, uh, CPT. Then, um, I did PES, uh, and then from there, uh, CES and at, at some point NASM, uh, started doing smaller, um, certifications golf fitness and things like that and to keep certified i just kept doing one after another after another until uh nasm introduced the master trainer program at the time i don't even know that i i i think it was just because i had had so many <laughs> nasm certifications that they said hey here's someone that obviously will do more let's call him and they <laughs> And they gave uh, myself a call and my wife, Crystal, a call, who unfortunately isn't here. She's a little under the weather, uh, but she is also uh, a master trainer. Um, and they offered us the opportunity to go through the very first master trainer uh, group, which was something that we debated probably for a month whether we were going to spend the money to do it, how it would impact us, was it worth it? Um, and I think it came down to, uh, we're both very competitive people. And if one was going to do it, the other was going to do it. And there was no way she was going to one up me. So uh, that's kind of how we, how we jumped into it. But uh, it was a great experience. Awesome. Well, thank you for that. And we've got some follow-up questions, but for those of you that are just joining this week's Master Instructor Roundtable, we are talking to Russell Winter, who I have verified was in our first group as the master trainer, him and his wife, Crystal. So we're talking today with Russell about the benefits of becoming a NASM master trainer. But Russell, if I can go back before we jump into that part of it, as you were going through your workouts and then starting into the fitness industry, when you went through the first time going through the course with NASM, your very first CPT course, did you have an aha moment where you're like, okay, something here is making sense to me. And this is a path I really need to dive into deeper. Like, do you remember anything that really jumped out to you why it was so different and a different approach? Um, I think it was after working out, I mean, I, ran track competitively, played some baseball, but it was more, we got into the weight room and we lifted and, you know, you moved heavy things around and that's kind of was the methodology. Um, when I started looking at NASM and realized that, hey, you don't have to be ridiculously sore every single day you work out. You, um, you don't, 
just do uh, crunches every day because you, you know, want to wash, want washboard abs. Um, that there were actually, there was actually reason behind each exercise as opposed to, uh, well, I, I think we all kind of think leg extensions, you're running, extending your leg is part of, of running. Why not sit in a leg extension machine? Well, a lot of times uh, I think people go into exercise and kind of try and think of what they, what they want to do without actually knowing what they are doing. And that aha moment was, wow, there's actually, they're actually building blocks to get to your fitness goal. It's not just go in, work out really hard from day one till you get to the end. It's actually let's work on protecting those joints before we start super loading those joints. Are we stable enough to do these exercises? Um, I worked out with uh, an ACE trainer at one point and some of the exercises he did and the reasons he did them. I, at the time, I didn't know that's what, um, why he did what he did. And the more I delved into NASM, the more I understood that there are always going to be building blocks to get you to the next level. Um, and you really don't have to, per se, kill yourself in order to accomplish that goal. No, thanks for, thanks for answering that. And, you know, that's, like you said, that there's some key points there to take away about the, the main reason. There's always a why. Definitely. I'm sure you've got a couple questions now. <laughs> I do. <laughs> well, I mean, like I said, it's, you know, it's phenomenal when you go back and you think, you know, everyone kind of starts in the gym, they have no idea what they're doing. And then when they kind of get introduced to NASM, it's actually kind of nice to see that there's like a, a blueprint, a plan. And so when you, when you went through the material and then you started to applying it um, to your, your clients, you know, you said that you had gone and you were working at a gym, like what made you decide, okay, now that I've got all this education, I'm going to open my new place. Like, how do you go from working at a gym, knowing that you're going to have clients kind of fed to you because it's a gym that's full of a bunch of members to, all right, I'm starting this on my own. Um, that took a long time. I was very much into uh, working in the gym, uh, managing a staff, um, doing the, the corporate meetings once a month to go over our numbers. Um, I think we got to the point where um, I decided to leave when I realized that I was working sometimes uh, 12-hour days, uh, Monday through Saturday, um, and uh, I, I remember uh, a meeting, a manager's meeting, where the owner of the company told us that if he could find a way to make us productive seven days a week, he would have us work seven days a week. He would give, wouldn't give us that day off. And at that point, I decided that um, quite possibly that work-life balance that we were being, was being drilled into our heads wasn't actually important to the company, um, but it should be important to me. And having a partner, we, I decided 
who did the same thing, I decided, or we decided that uh, we'd be better off managing our own lives and um, we'd be more productive and be able to do more things as a family uh, if we were to, to go out on our own. So our initial uh, departure was going out and renting a space from another trainer. Uh, we found a local trainer that actually wasn't too far from home who had a studio and rented out space to other trainers. So that's where we started. Uh, we started out uh, as uh, Fitness First Personal Training. That is actually our, our actual company name. Uh, our DBA is Mad Sweat. Uh, one of my clients helped us uh, flesh out the company and find a, a better uh, name, something that was shorter and would fit, um, that people would remember and be able to look up online. Um, from that point, uh, we worked in that studio for about five or six years. And eventually uh, that studio closed. We moved to uh, a, a newer space, uh, rented from that trainer for a while, and we lucked into uh, that space becoming available and took it over. And we've been running with it ever since. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a follow-up to that because yep. you, you and I are in the same boat. My husband also is uh, part of the NASM family and a trainer um, by trade. And I know sometimes it can be difficult doing the same thing, working for the same company, being in the space together 24-7. So um, how, how did you guys decide, you know, like do the work balance life thing? And how do you separate work from life when really it's truly integrated um i don't know that we ever really separate work from life uh what we do is we backfill it with everything else uh, we always talk about work um, we're always uh looking at different things to to do uh ways to increase business but um we're I, we're lucky. Uh, we have a 13, soon to be 14 year old son who plays a lot of baseball. So when we're not at work, you'll find us on the baseball diamond, um, either at a game, a practice. Um, we've integrated um, our business into the club that he plays for. So we do small group uh, with the kids to uh, improve their their physical fitness. Uh, I don't think that a lot of people realize how imbalanced these athletes are. Uh, when we first started with uh, these kids, we were actually surprised after doing the squat assessments how uh, how poorly they moved for athletes and how well they did despite those um, impediments. So it just goes to show you that an athlete will find a way to do whatever it is he's doing and force his body into whatever situation it needs to be in. But we just stay, we just kind of roll everything into being trainers. 
No, that makes total sense. I, I raised three young boys and went through that whole baseball. And as you know, I, I'm a little partial to baseball uh, with yes. my background. But now let's jump into that, that friendly debate you and your wife had when you were discussing the master trainer. Can you give us an idea of, you know, let's start with, in a sense of what you thought of the process, you know, the, the, the application through the actual two-day event. Just if you can give us a, a recap kind of on, on the day event, you know, and we'll start there. Um, we actually, we did the online portion, um, which kind of tests your mind on how everything through NASM works. Um, we were fortunate. Our location was Redondo beach. I don't know if you've ever been, anyone's ever been out there. It is beautiful out there. We were, um, lucky enough to go to at the time uh brick fitness which uh was a beautiful facility not a clue what we were getting ourselves into uh, i think everyone was super nervous and um really didn't have the an expectation other than you were going to be critiqued by some of the the master instructors. Um, for me, I pulled the, I think the short straw because I got, uh, Brian Sutton, who, uh, <laughs> any, anyone, anyone listening knows, uh, to look at your NASM book and you'll find Brian Sutton's name all over the books. So I realized that I have one of the guys that wrote the book doing my, uh, my evaluation and um, then I had Brian Nguyen, who is, uh, I guess, most famously known as Marky Mark's trainer. So I've got two great master instructors, and I'm thinking, holy crap, I'm, I, I, I don't know what I got myself into. Um, <laughs> But you survived when you're here, right? So I survived. You know? <laughs> I survived. And and one of the the, the things that, um, you know, it was so, I, I guess it was quite a while ago, but, but I, I recall the statement. I don't know if it was um, uh, uh, Brian who said it, uh, Sutton or Nguyen. Um, they said, you know, we can tell you've been training for a long time because there are cooks and there are chefs and they said, you are a chef, you just do it. And it just comes as second nature. And that actually really stuck with me because I, I really enjoy training. And sometimes, you know, you kind of get in your rut and you, you want to, you know, it, it gets to be uh, tough, but, um, that that statement really hit me and uh, it stuck with me the whole time. There's so no doubt then. in my mind that that is a Brian Nguyen comment. Brian Nguyen. I was going to say, <laughs> anytime there's food involvement and chefs, it's Brian. And, it's and Brian. philosophy. Like, I think yes. he's like, you know, he reads Aristotle and stuff like yes. that on the time. I was on the phone with him yesterday of all things. And that is a Brian Nguyen. No doubt. Okay. 
I'm going to set, I will second that um, for sure. And, you know, and for those of you guys that are listening that wanted to know a little bit about our master trainer program, I'm going to kind of take a step back, give Russell a chance to, to kind of catch his breath. But basically what happens is if you have gone through and you've taken our NASM CPT and you've taken our CES and you've taken our PES, then, you know, you're trying to find out how else to grow yourself and your education and kind of take the next big step. Well, becoming an NASM master trainer truly is a next big step. And yes, we have a bunch of continuing education courses, but it really kind of helps bring you up into our family because we rely heavily on our master trainers for involvement and content. And you can go out and, and um, do some of our conferences. And I think, you know, truly that's that's something that as, as professionals, we want to be able to grow and do and expand our knowledge, our networking, and, you know, having that title is something very special. And being a master instructor and then now a regional, we rely on our master trainers. So when we need master instructors, we pull from that particular master trainer pool for, for further advancement in, in career opportunities. And so I just kind of wanted to throw that out there, there, that this is a process and we really want people to dive into the content, dig into the details. And as Russell says, we want you to be the chef. We want it to come naturally because the model is researched, it's evidence-based, there's a very scientific approach and we really want to get any client to any goal, um, specifically using our methodology. And that's why we feel so strongly about our master trainers. They have taken that additional step um, towards, you know, going all the way up to the master trainer or master instructor level. And, um, and I think it's phenomenal. And, you know, Russell, like, I'm so excited that you are here uh, to kind of share your journey along your path and why you chose to become a master trainer. So those are you guys that are joining us. We are here with Russell Winner. Um, he is our, our inter, you know, person that we're interviewing today about being a master trainer and how special he is. And so Marty and I want to thank you again for being here. And uh, for those of you guys listening, thanks for joining. Absolutely. You know, Russell, one of the things that I think uh, our audience would really appreciate is, you know, taking the knowledge from the book and doing your own hands-on forever. If you can kind of give us, you know, a kind of a quick description of what's it like the first time being assessed with your hands-on skill of assessing and creating an exercise program, not just on paper, but having two people like Brian and Brian watch you do it and then looking at the same thing that you're looking at and all those little nuances. Um, you know, I guess it was more nerve wracking because I didn't know what to expect, but thing that once you've, you've done it, um, I think that at the time we start, we started our master uh, trainer journey. We had been with NASM for uh, probably five years, so if not longer. So we had been doing it. It was just a matter of um, doing the assessment and following the things that we had been working on and doing. So right or wrong, I didn't know if I, if, until afterwards, if I had done it correctly, because we've gotten, we had gotten into such a groove with doing the assessment, writing programs, um, that it, if he would have told me that I was wrong, I would have been devastated because we'd been doing it for so long that 
um, we would have had to go back in and revamp everything that we were doing. So it was just a matter of following the template that we that we're given with NASM. So uh, taking everyone through their squat assessments um, and writing the program based on what you see. So it wasn't I don't think it was as difficult had I gone from um, from when I first started and really didn't have an understanding of the program. Uh, I think it would have been much more difficult. but I think that's why Brian may have paid me that compliment because we had been doing it. It wasn't, we weren't new to the, the system. So we just kind of rolled with what we'd already done. Absolutely. And I think it's great validation to have someone watch your physical skill, not just being tested on your book knowledge for sure. Yes. Well, I can vouch um, when I took the I've been with NASN so long that when we when I took the PES test, um, I literally went to a two day workshop just so you guys know two day workshop and then you have to test right there written test written y'all written sitting at a desk writing out programs everyone's staring at you like alan russell was staring at me scott Lucette was staring at me i before i sat down for my test i went outside and threw up i was so nervous and so um you know it's amazing to i mean our programming even um russell since you and crystal had gone through it we've evolved our master trainer um, program and the process because we truly want the best of the best and we want to help people grow. And oftentimes we think we're doing something correctly and then we'll go to a workshop or we'll, you know, we'll do the latest and greatest research and realize that there should be a couple of tweaks here and there. And for our people that are going through the master trainer program, um, we, we want to make sure that people feel very comfortable and com- you know confident, but then Marty, myself, and Ken, we're usually the testers now, um, just so everyone knows that uh, you get to spend a, a full day or two with um, with us three. And, you know, we there is some pre-work, and it's really just we want to see you do assessments. We want to see how you coach and how you teach and what you see in the assessments. So I think it's a really good um, opportunity to kind of, like like Russell said, validate the whole process and why, why we – you know, the assessments really truly get what gives us the information to build out a really great program. And so once you've gone through the online component, then you will come and meet with us. You get invited to come and, and hang out with us. And we we ask you questions from the textbook. We want to know if you understand definitions. And then we have you do some application. And uh, and if you pass that, then you do one more written test. And then it's in your destiny whether you get the title. It's good stuff. Well, Crystal had Ken. So you mentioned oh, yes. uh, that uh, it's that Ken is one of the testers now. Yeah, um, it, it's interesting how not only do you go through the program and get validated, but it puts you in such a small group of people um, that have done it that you become. I, I, I well, I can speak for us. We've become so close with. Uh, the people that we've met through the process. And um, I know Crystal and Ken are in, you know, stay in contact. Um, Brian, uh, we, we love Brian. I, I don't get to see um, the Dragon Master uh, often, but when we do, we always, you know, chop it up. So it, it, it's a, it's a, 
a great opportunity to not only test yourself and see where you are, but to network and meet some great instructors that can help uh, to direct what you want to do at the same time. No, that's perfect. And it's a perfect segue to what I was going to ask you next anyways, is so we understand what the process is like, you, you know, you really get to go out and test your skills and have somebody watch you and validate, you know, your abilities to do it. But then let's talk a little bit about the benefits that come from being a master trainer. So if you can give everybody, you know, kind of a quick description of what happens at Optima when we were doing in person live in Optima, person. the first five, because we're all uh, going to be saying that that's going to be coming back, hopefully. So I think those are some of the real cool benefits that come from being a master trainer. Uh, well, we have the added benefit um, as master trainers. Um, we do a luncheon with all of the master trainers every year that we're in person. Uh, even when uh, the pandemic hit and we weren't doing in person, we still had a, a Zoom call with the master trainers. Um, we have networking events um, that are specific to the master trainers. Um, some of the, the things that we've been able to, to do as master trainers um, when there are new products, we have been able to uh, get hands-on with the new product, um, test it out, write reviews. Um, we've been fortunate to have some of to be have been given some work to include in some of uh, previous versions of. Uh, the personal trainer uh, hand, the personal trainer books. Um, what else have we done? Uh, You've I've, written blogs for us too, right? You write for us. And... We've written blogs. I've embarrassingly to some of my friends been on national commercials. <laughs> I get called, I've gotten calls from friends in New York going, Hey, I could have swore I just saw you on a commercial in, on ESPN for NASM. I was like, ah, probably was, yeah. We've never done that, Wendy. Like, what the I, heck? I, I, well, you know, speak, speak for yourself, you know. <laughs> You've you been on ESPN for NASM on a commercial? I haven't seen it. Yeah, not, not uh, no, I was just kidding. I'm not just for messing. NASM. But, <laughs> but know, Russell, I'm me, really you know, going. there was a fantastic article that, um, you know, I, would, I know that was in the NASM Edge magazine. And, you know, great pictures. You and your wife, you know, doing things in your gym. Um, yeah. So how did that come about? They call you and say, hey, you know, you guys are it. Oh, I don't know if they said you guys are <laughs> it, but. <laughs> You're like the calendar um, guy for this year, you know, right, this month. Right. <laughs> um, it really, it, we were the, the first group to go through the master trainer process. So I think before we, we had gotten to that point, um, NASM, we're in Scottsdale, Arizona. NASM is in Chandler, Arizona. So we're fairly close. We're about 40, uh, half an hour, 40 minutes away. And when NASM opened their office, um, shockingly enough, one of the trainers that worked in the same studio as us said, hey, I know you guys are NASM um, certified trainers. 
they're opening their office in Chandler and um, they're doing an open house. You guys should go. And lo and behold, we went and uh, that kind of started our in-person relationship with NASM. And I think when we went through the master trainer course and uh, they were looking to do an article I think at the time we were doing, they were doing a, a profile on each of the uh, master trainers as each um, ep- each uh, magazine came out. We were chosen to do one of the Edge magazine articles, and I, I think we're still. I, I, I might be incorrect, but we are still the only company that has two master trainers uh, working for it. I'm going to say you're Very probably cool. correct. Very cool. Yeah. Yes. And look, you get really cool gear. You know, I'm I'm a girl <laughs> that like loves clothes and stuff like that. And yeah. you know, yeah, you know, we highlight you guys a lot. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> gear we don't get. I'm just saying. I know they and they had their own face. They had their own Facebook page too, guys. Right? Just so you know, and they're like, "Look at my new gear." And I'm like, "Dude, what does it take to get that?" I've been with the company over 20 years, and apparently, I am not cool enough to get some of the cool stuff our master trainers do. <laughs> we'll get you hooked up, Wendy. Uh, and, yeah, I need your help. A clear dude. message delivered, Wendy, to you and I. <laughs> just saying. Well, you know, I, I always say, keep the title, send the money. <laughs> so guys, is that what I say? Keep the titles and the gear. Is that how that works? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But you know, I think Russell, what um, you know, some of the takeaways that I'm getting from it is, you know, be a passionate learner. Um, you know, really can continue that education, and good things happen. Wendy and I have both shared our stories before about how we've done education because we just wanted it, and then from there, good things tend to happen. We don't go. I'm going to get a certification only because, you know, we uh-huh. believe in increasing our knowledge and, and truly there's so much information within the NASM umbrella that, you know, it's always good to kind of dig deeper. And what I really appreciate about our master trainers for sure is to have the courage to trust yourself. Here you are being a professional, being certified, being in the industry and you are willing to say, hey, I'm coming in. And if you find something I'm not doing right, let me know. And that's Wendy and I, we go back and forth all the time. Or when we're around, we're always trying to learn from each other in, in, a, in a very humble format. And I think that's one of the key takeaways for the people that go through the master trainer is this is a great opportunity to truly have the spotlight on you and to learn where your strengths are and to learn where I'm going to use the term opportunities to continue to develop in your profession and it always pays dividends and you get cool gear. <laughs> and you get to speak at Optima. You know, I know that you, yeah. you know, there are many of our master trainers that, you know, when when we do Optima, again, for for those that are new to NASM, you know, our annual conference is called Optima. We usually hold it sometimes in in September, October, uh, usually in person in Arizona, which is a fantastic time to be in Arizona. Um, so it's a, it's an unbelievable networking event, but we have some of the most amazing presenters that present on all different aspects of fitness, whether it's mind, whether it's physical, whether, you know, it's, it's upcoming modalities and we do 
live, you know, workshops and, and sessions and events and hands-on and lecture only. It's, it's a variety of stuff to earn continued education from the best of the best. And I think it's phenomenal that our master trainers get the opportunity to be in that pool of consideration for um, our, you know, our presenters. And, you know, I know Russell from, from me and I know from NASM, you know, I think our, our master trainers, I mean, we are truly, you know, we're very, very fortunate to have you guys as well to lean on, to, you know, shoot ideas around with and mm -hmm. continue to think what, what's needed, what's missing. I mean, you guys, you are our go-tos and, um, and I know that the product team values your inputs and your abilities to do all the stuff that you guys are doing and, and you know, embracing the brand. You're embracing the brand, man. I love it. <laughs> No, it, it it's it's been great. Um, I, I have had I can think of three trainers who have asked us questions about becoming uh, master trainers and have gone on to get their uh, master trainer designation. I uh, know one of them is actually now a master instructor, so uh, it, it is kind of gratifying to know that someone that uh, came to us for advice about going through the program has not only gone through the program, but excelled beyond it, beyond it. So it, it's, it's pretty cool. Hmm. Well, Russell, well, now I want to know which one that was. Do you know right. who it is? Yeah. You got to tell us now. Oh, Russell. Oh, Maurice. You gonna say? oh Maurice. I love yeah. him. <laughs> See, Russell, yeah. here's the thing. One of my twins is working in a private country club as a floor attendant. He, he just texted me, he goes, Dad, I need to start the NASM. So I'm going to get him all geared up, and then I'm just going to road trip him out to Arizona <laughs> because he'll listen to you way better than he'd listen to me. At that, So we're going to talk. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> that, that's how and Why that's would how he not want to go to Arizona for a quick road trip, right? Right. That's well, how so. training uh, your kids goes. No matter what you tell them to do on the field, um yes. if you're you can telling send your them, son to me yes if you tell <laughs> him that jumping up and down on one leg will make him the best athlete ever he'll do it if i tell him he'll look at me and go leave me alone exactly <laughs> yeah. that's what that's see again we have a network that you know wendy's yes. son's grown up she can send him to me we'll just keep it moving around yeah. Yes. So and my little guy started, you know, he just graduated from T-ball into real baseball. And so nice. I'm just starting the, the baseball journey. You know, it's a it's it's going to be fun. But, uh, yes, it is. you know, Russell, I just want to, again, say thank you for your time and, you know, just really being able to talk, you know, just openly about the the master trainer process. I mean, we know you're extremely busy. We know you're on your own own business. You, you've got kids. You've got a wife. You've got so much going on. It's the holiday season, too. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, so so I just want to say thank you and and, you know, um, keep doing what you're doing, because, again, we we love having you as a master tra trainer, as you know, of calling you saying, hey, will you do this? You jumped on the opportunity, which means so much to me as a, a master instructor. And um, and so I just want to say thank you. And I'm sure Marty feels the same. Yeah, I'll, I'll echo the same thing. And I think what's important is we all do this because we wanted to advance our career, but we continue to do it because we love the community. And it truly is family. You know, the more you put into it by getting on the NASM CPT Facebook page, by becoming a master trainer, you can truly become part of that NASM family. And it, to me, it's the most rewarding part of having those credentials after my name.
So thank you, Russell, for continuing to help lift up the brand and pour into other people. Thank you, guys. Uh, it was a ton of fun. Uh, <laughs> the only thing we really miss is Optima because we get to hang out with right. you guys. Yeah. Uh, it, it's Goes a great ways. opportunity to catch up and see where everybody's at and uh, find out what's new in everyone's life. Well, yes. let's hope 2022 is the year. So yeah. Yeah. awesome. So Russell, thank you. Thank you so much, Wendy. Great idea. Bring in Russell on. Make sure you please mm -hmm. give your wife the best from all of us and hope she feels better very, very soon. Have thank wonderful you. holidays. And you too. we hope to see everyone next week. So thank you guys so much for attending.